0: Raising a puppy alone is hard. Add a child and that definitely doubles the difficulty. And although I'm not an expert in children's psychology, I certainly know how to raise a puppy. So, in today's episode, I want to jump into the do's and don'ts when raising your puppy around your children, how to ensure they have a healthy and compatible relationship and prevent any fearful or stressed behavior, which ensures there'll be no bites long-term. So, let's get started. This is the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard. Walking you through all the steps you need to train the perfect puppy for your lifestyle. So before we get into the do's and don'ts, I want to be extremely clear about this. The puppy you have welcomed into your family is not your child's. So many people think they need to buy their child a puppy and the reality is... If your child cannot take care of themselves, they won't be able to take care of a pet. You, as the parent, pay the bills, feed the family, educate and ensure harmony within your family. And that includes your new puppy too. If you believe you are doing a good thing by buying your child a puppy they cannot physically care for, then stop and rethink your decision. This is not your child's dog. This is your dog that you will raise alongside your child. Very, very different things. If you want to buy your child something, buy them a cuddly toy, because your new puppy is not a toy for your child, but rather a living, breathing creature that has limits and teeth. And if you don't teach your child and your puppy to live in harmony together, it won't end the way you want it to. Anyway, let's get into it. So I'm going to break down the do's and don'ts of raising a puppy, depending on the age of your child, starting from not having your baby yet, all the way until 12 years and beyond before you have a baby. Now, depending on the temperament of your puppy or adult dog, you need to be very clear about this. Are they more sensitive, confident, fearful? Do they resource guard? This is so important to know now before your baby arrives because once your baby arrives, they will be the priority, it's natural. A few things that is important to get your puppy or dog used to before your puppy arrives are, one, master loose lead walking. If you want to enjoy walks with your dog and your baby make sure they're not dragging you down the street you have reactivity sorted or currently working on it with a trainer and you have control over your dog at least on the lead they don't need to be off lead yet and shouldn't be if you don't have control because again you want to relieve the stress for you as a parent managing a dog and a child The second thing you can start working on is sound desensitization a great idea is to start playing noises of a baby crying and getting your dog used to it you can even teach your dog that when they hear a baby crying it means go to their bed this will mean that when you prepare your dog for the noises that your baby will be making they'll learn to relax once the baby actually arrives the third one is very unique buggy lead walking alongside the loose lead walking it's a good idea to get your dog used to walking next to a buggy Remember, a buggy is a distraction, therefore they will naturally regress and it's important they learn not to pull you over, especially when you have your baby with you. This ensures the safety of everyone. And now the fourth one is very important as well, crate and place train. It's going to be so, so, so important for your puppy or dog to have a place to go away from everything else. Their place that you've conditioned them to for them to enjoy and relax in that be a crate for a young puppy place bed for an adult dog or a crate as well or just a normal bed for your older elderly dog to enjoy and settle in it's so important for them to have that place to go and relax to when things are overwhelming plus in different circumstances you'll be able to send your dog away to their place or the crate and it just relieves the stress for you now newborn baby before they can crawl (laughs) now quite a big age gap but i'll put them all in together you have your baby congratulations this age your puppy dog or baby do not need to interact together there is absolutely zero reason to push your puppy to interact with your baby and vice versa a child may move quickly and accidentally hit your dog and create a negative experience and an association this is your opportunity to create a neutral relationship that can blossom when your child gets older you cannot explain to your dog nor your newborn baby how to interact so it's best just not to risk anything on top of this if your child learns they can crawl pull or grab your dog suddenly and roughly then this may teach your dog to growl or even bite your child in the future and your dog will most likely be put down when it's not their fault whatsoever This is 110% preventable, and it's down to you and the parent to create a healthy relationship from day one, and to do this, they need to be neutral to each other. It'll also be very important to go on short walks with your dog and baby, especially if your dog is older and get them used to the routine of walking together. Now, your baby starts crawling, Similar to before they're crawling, but now your baby is grabbing, pulling and exploring more things, but they still don't understand what they should and shouldn't do when it comes to other dogs. Your dog and baby should not actively be interacting. A young puppy can nip from excitement. Your young dog could run past and knock your baby over. Your baby might grab your dog the wrong way and create a negative association to your dog and it's just not worth the risk. Teach your puppy and dog that when the baby is out and crawling, they're in the crate, they're on the place bed. Allow your dog to look at your baby from a distance and feel no pressure to interact with them. Ensure your baby isn't shaking, grabbing, or sticking their fingers in the crate, and any time your baby is in the same room with your dog or puppy, that they're, you're there supervising. Reward when your dog is relaxed and make it a normality that's a peaceful environment, despite having a baby. Now, 1-year-old to 5-year-olds. That's the age range we're talking here. So your baby now is walking and exploring more, chatting, laughing, and just having way more excitement and movement. So it's important to reward calm behaviors from your puppy and dog. Ensure your puppy still has their crate to go into and make sure your child knows not to poke, rattle, or bother the puppy when they're inside the crate. When your puppy or dog is out of their crate, ensure they're on a place bed or a normal bed and reward for staying on there. This is a great impulse control practice, especially when your child is busy playing with their toys. It's also good practice to ensure your dog doesn't get into a habit of stealing toys and food from your baby, especially roughly and rudely. Although they don't mean it, if your puppy thinks it's the best thing to take toys from your baby, then they could potentially nip and hurt your baby. Although this is definitely not intentional it is possible and again it's just not worth the risk we're really pushing neutrality and also coexisting. still if your baby is in the same room as your puppy and dog regardless if they're in the crate or not they must be supervised and again it's up to you to teach your child not to slap poke pull or grab your dog because when another dog does this to a dog your dog has every right to growl and snap back do not put your dog in the position to have the, to defend themselves when they don't like something. Now, that's not to say your child can't do any interactions. They can do small, short interactions where everyone is calm, and if your child is old enough, say three, four, five, they can start interacting more productively. For example, throwing a ball, giving food, asking for basic commands, maybe putting the f- bowl down for your dog. Teach your dog and child that there is more to their relationship than stroking, cuddling, and whatever. And depending on everyone's energy and temperament, a relaxing film together on the sofa is perfectly okay. It's just important their relationship is blossoming into a positive one, and not one where your child thinks the dog is a toy. And vice versa, it's important your dog, and especially your puppy, doesn't think your child is a toy a child's energy is very high and fast, which is very similar to a puppy or a young dog. So it's important that their relationship is peaceful most of the time and then when appropriate, they can play and interact together. Now the school age. So in England, a child may start going to school around four years old. Now, (laughs) before your child goes to school or if your child is already at school and you've just brought a puppy into the world... You must crate train your puppy. I know when I went to school, getting ready for school is pretty hectic. <laughs> Everyone is running around, shouting to each other to make sure they have everything and preparing for the day. In my mind, and I was only a single child, it's the least peaceful part of the day. Now, our household world was pretty... Um, peaceful but i do know families and when i went over to play dates when they'd have three four children running around getting ready maybe a few fights breaking out between the siblings then it certainly isn't that peaceful so ensure your puppy and dog have their crate to stay in get your dog out of the way during this time so they're not feeding off the high energy and running around after the children having the time of their lives because it will be very distracting The plus side of it will also be that your puppy won't be stealing any shoes that your children will need for school, any backpacks, food, whatever it may be. Now obviously this is all optional but it is recommended just for them to be out of the way. It's one less stress and worry for you to think about instead of everyone running around, you're focused on getting the kids ready and suddenly your kids and dogs are having... not your kids... Your dogs are chewing up the wires, having accidents in the house, and it's just not worth it. Now, the five years until 12 years old, which is pretty, we're still on the school age. So I'm putting a really big gap because kids aren't old enough to take care of themselves around this time, but they do understand and can learn what is right and wrong. So Again, it's important interactions are calm. Try to avoid any overexcitement inside the home, which involves your dog's mouth, because for a young child, if they get nipped, they'll end up crying, and it's just, again, not worth the hassle. Although it will most likely happen. I know I've certainly been nipped by a tiny little puppy, especially with those shark teeth. So it's just important to avoid this. It's also important that if you've just brought a puppy home and you've got a young four or five-year-old child and they're running around, your puppy may find it the best thing ever to nip and chew at their ankles. So again, make it so that inside the home, everyone is calm. Try not to do any sudden running around. And when everyone is out, that your puppy is calm and the interactions are solid. Alongside that, again, Ensure when excitement is high, it's in the garden where they can run around and play together, play fetch, teach tricks, show your dog and puppy that the young child is a resource of fun and productivity, but ensure they also have time of coexisting where your child isn't bothering your dog and they can have a break from each other. Now, if your child isn't listening and appropriately interacting with your dog or puppy, it's so, so important that you can teach them how to interact with your puppy and dog. If they cry because the puppy has to go in their crate, you need to ensure they won't go behind your back and let the puppy out. Now, I'm speaking this from experience. I know someone who had to rehome a dog. They rehomed a dog from someone. They invited the dog into their home, but unfortunately, the dog would growl and warn the child whenever they would come near, to the point the parents feared the dog would bite the child. Now, dog had every right And I made it very clear that this could happen. In fact, it was getting to the point where it was about to happen. It wasn't a could, it was a when. Well, unfortunately, it didn't work out and they had to rehome the dog again because they admitted they couldn't control their seven-year-old child and the child wouldn't leave the dog alone. This is extremely unhealthy. And if your puppy or dog is amazing, quote unquote, and quote, tolerates being pulled really well around your child then be prepared that this may not last a lot of dogs will tolerate it to a certain extent and then start growling if the growling doesn't work or get corrected then they could skip the warning growl and go straight to a bite the dog with one of the highest bite histories is the labrador retriever not only because of how popular they are but because they are classed as the perfect family dog however Because of their sweet known temperaments parents allow their children to push the dog past their limits which results in a bite. They're also one of the breeds that gets everything taken off them because again quote-unquote they're amazing and they tolerate it so well. This isn't the case. Now we know all know how sweet Labradors are but every single dog has a limit and it's only so much pulling and grabbing they can take now regardless of how old your child is or how old your puppy or dog is it's so important that you treat everyone equally and fairly that your dog is still a living breathing animal and should be accounted for and most importantly they are not a toy that you've just bought for your child but rather you have welcomed a living being into your home for you to take care for and your child will be raised alongside a dog it's an amazing opportunity for a child to be raised alongside a dog but it can go wrong very very quickly and again it is down to you ultimately how you want their relationship to blossom and if you want it to be a healthy healthy one take it slow and don't force anyone to interact if they do not want to it's also important to know to think is a puppy the right dog and age to get it might be better to rehome and rescue an older dog but this is down to what you believe is best for your family. Now, as always, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Instagram. And if you want to learn how to do all these things I've mentioned, like crate training and helping your dog form a healthy relationship with your new puppy or dog, then get yourself onto the waiting list for Puppy University. I'll post the waiting list in the show notes below. As always, have a lovely, lovely day and see you next week. Bye now.